Hi there, little wildling, and welcome back to Storytime, brought to you by Wild Mama Tribe. We're having a big storm here in Ireland, and there's tons of snow on the ground and school is closed, so you might hear some wind roaring and the blazing fire and even my own little wildling in the background. To any mamas or papas or caregivers listening along, please be aware that this story does contain some slightly sensitive material. So you may choose to listen with your wildling or listen ahead of time so that you're prepared to answer any questions that might come up. And now let's begin our story. Can you remember the last time you enjoyed a good old belly laugh? Ha 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 Yes? No? Hmm, sometimes our memories can be fuzzy and the older we get, the harder it can be to remember things. Today's story is about a wildling named Rosie. It's called Rosie and the Memory Magic. What do you think it'll be about? Well, let's give it a listen. Roar! Rosie roared as she pretended to scratch fake claws at the air. All around her, the other wildlings were calling out various animal sounds. It was pure and delightful madness. The boulders they jumped between was their magical jungle, and all who entered the space became some sort of wild animal. Rosie, came a faint call from the beach. Time to go home. Rosie's shoulders slumped. She was having so much fun playing and didn't want it to end. But then she remembered that her mamo, that's what she calls her granny, was visiting this afternoon. They had a special bond. Mamo's health wasn't so great these days, but Rosie always made her feel better. Rosie and her brothers and mama and papa climbed onto their bikes and headed home. Along the way, they passed some townsfolk. The shopkeeper, having stepped outside to do something she had since forgotten, was standing in the doorway to her shop, scratching her head perplexed. Rosie waved as she cycled by, and the shopkeeper responded with a nod, just as she remembered what she had meant to do outside the shop. Aha! she exclaimed. The sign! I need to change the sign! Then Rosie and her family cycled by the fruit and vegetable merchant, sitting at his cart on the side of the road. He was lost in thought, desperately trying to remember what special occasion was coming up, one his wife had insisted he not forget. As Rosie passed by and smiled, the merchant immediately recalled the occasion, his 50th wedding anniversary. Golly, how could he forget? Mamo was waiting at their house, and her face lit up with joy at the sight of the family. Papa had told Rosie that Mamo's memory was going, and Rosie wondered where it was going off to. She imagined little memory packing its bags and donning its sun hat and skipping off down the lane away from Mamo. How silly, she thought. That evening, by the fire and after being substantially stuffed from a huge roast dinner, Rosie snuggled into her Mamo's side and Mamo reached her arm around Rosie. Mamo was full of stories tonight. She chatted about flying kites on the beach with her sisters as a little girl and about her first time on an airplane when she flew to Paris with Grandad. The way the lights twinkled on the Eiffel Tower, she exclaimed. It was like a thousand stars just before my eyes. She was so animated in her talk of memories that she kept jostling Rosie about, and it made Rosie giggle. Mamo, you're like a carnival ride. They all laughed together as Mamo tickled Rosie's tummy. Mamo stayed the night but headed home the next day. She kissed Rosie and her brothers on their heads and said her goodbyes. Her face spread wide with a smile. 
Rosie heard Papa say to Mama, "It's amazing how she can remember things when she's here. When I visit her at her home, she's empty of memory. She sometimes forgets my name. There must be magic here." That night, as Rosie was deep in sleepy dreamland, she found herself walking down a mossy wooded path. Lights like Mamo's Eiffel Tower were twinkling amongst the trees. Flowers of every color were aglow along the forest floor. Bunnies and squirrels hopped about, crossing her path. Rosie, she heard. It was coming from just ahead, where an enormous tree stood in the middle of the path. Rosie, she heard again. As Rosie approached the tree, she noticed a flickering movement, like glitter falling through the air. Closer and closer, she stepped until she could reach out and touch the rough bark of the tree. What looked like glitter soon took the shape of a very small human, with wings. Rosie, the winged human called once more. Rosie wasn't frightened. In fact, she was quite relaxed and excited. A curious combination. Are you a fairy? She asked. Some call us that. Welcome to the wood, Rosie. You are here because there is something you must know. Rosie squinted her eyes to get a better look at this little flittering fairy. It had the eyes of her mamo. You look familiar, she said. That's because of your own magic, Rosie. This is what you're here to remember. Remember? Thought Rosie. She'd been hearing lots about memories and remembering these days. Yes, remember. You carry within you the magic to help others remember, but this gift has caused you to forget. To forget us, we who gave you this gift. Rosie stood as still as a statue. Her eyebrows furrowed in confusion. What a dream! Okay, thanks, little fairy lady. I think it's time for me to wake up now. But Rosie, you are awake. Your body is sleeping, but your consciousness is awake. You have a gift, Rosie. Do you hear me? Please try to remember. The fairy implored. Rosie was suddenly overcome with visions of herself as a toddler crawling around on the mossy carpet of the forest floor. She remembered giggling as fairies twisted themselves in her curls and tickled her toes. Was it real? Could it be true? Mamo, Rosie said, not quite a statement, not quite a question, just a word hanging in the air. Mamo is fine, Rosie. Mamo is like you, like us. But she's slowly separating from these worlds, as it is for us all. Rosie, your magic is in memory. You, just by existing, help others remember what they've forgotten. Am I the only one? Asked Rosie. No, replied the fairy. Every small human has this ability to help others remember, but some disconnect from it sooner than others. It's part of the journey, and each one is different. Your journey is to be aware of your magic right now, to use it to help others. Wow! Thought Rosie, who suddenly woke up startled in her own bed. The woods, nothing but a memory now. It was a memory she'd not soon forget. Until her mamo's soul took flight, Rosie spent time with her many times every week. She also stopped to chat with anyone she could, offering invisible doses of her magic to all she encountered. Little wildling, did you know that you have magic within you, just like Rosie? You can help your mama or your papa 
or both if you have them, or your caregiver remember things they've forgotten. And I'm not just talking about where they last saw the keys. You can help them remember their own magic. That's how powerful your magic is. Want to hear more about Rosie and the wildlings? How about some other fun and wild tales? Well, there's more coming your way, little wildling. So go and be free and have fun. Until next time, love yourself, little wildling. Mm-hmm.